You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Don't be concerned. It's me and Jimmy, but more. We've got reinforcements <laughs> coming. Uh, yeah, you, you we won't see keep how, it all negative. <laughs> you you got to see how good Joe Sway looks. By the way, as soon as you see him, you're gonna lose it. Um, uh, Joe he Sway's looks sharp. In the garden. Yeah, I'm getting a haircut in- Friday. Not a big deal, but he beat me to the punch. <laughs> he looks good. <laughs> he looks really good. It looks like he was at the game tonight, which he was. So we've got Joe Sway there. We've got Bobby there. They're, and they're, they're on there. standby right now because yep. it's really loud at the garden. So we're just going to filibuster a little bit until those guys, so they stop playing. The that, garden's rocking. That damn rock and roll music that the kids oh. like. Ugh. Those kids, uh, and, we'll, man. and we'll talk a little bit about the Celtics who uh, beat the Sixers. And look, this was a gross game, uh, and two teams played gross basketball. Yeah. Uh, and it's really hard. But it was to a like, gross win. But it was so a gross win, and it could have been bad. A couple things happened late in that game. Uh, you know, the, the green three, whatever, friggin' thirty footer over over a taller defender. Great, hats off to him. Schroeder takes a garbage shot there. Um, that was a that was a bad shot. But let's not forget. <laughs> no, and then so everything. A else loss was potent. A loss was in the cards. But then who swoops in and saves us? Rob. Oh, I was going to say Al. Al played some pretty good defense right before yeah. Rob got a hand on that shot. Rob, but you're Rob. right. Rob, Rob, your guy. I should have known that's where you're going with that. Um, anytime you get a chance to, you will. Um, great, great defense all around in that possession from the base. Yeah. You know, Al pushing um, Harris out, you know, way, way out where he couldn't do anything. And then they had to rush something at the last second, the corner yeah. three, and Rob was in a great position to, to get a hand on it. Um, Any win is a win. I agree 100% here. Any win is a win. Yeah. yeah, like look, and you basically won again without Jalen. He's just not right. I don't care if he's on the court. That was a win without Jalen Brown tonight. And that's the thing. If you're going to pull a headline off of this game, I think that that's the one I'm going to kind of, and not to like immediately go to like gloom and doom negative. You're definitely a little worried watching Jalen because he just looks, it's, I mean, a couple of you guys on our threads during the game were just throwing out like, well, he's, you know, and what did you say you saw at the end of the game, Jimmy? I mean, so he there's looks, a, I was, he looks I, like he's gimping around, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the very if you guys rewatch the last play, Rob makes the block. Everyone's celebrating, and Jalen Brown's just kind of standing there. He actually kind of looks away, and I just obviously he's happy about the win, but something's wrong. He, and I think uh, CSN or NBC Boston, as they were cutting away, they showed like Jalen Brown sort of walking off, and he was like kind of grimacing, limping a little bit. Like he's just not. He shouldn't be playing. It's very obvious he shouldn't be playing. And I think tonight. I hope I'm wrong, but I think tonight he may have re-injured or or made something worse so if it's a hamstring injury certainly didn't feel like um he's recovered from it so i wouldn't be shocked 
if he doesn't play um, Friday night. I mean, I I'm not a doctor, but I kind of am with these things. So I, I'm, I, I you, everyone knows I'm a doctor. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind <laughs> of a doctor. Yeah. So I would say, he's, based on what I saw, uh, my early prognosis is that he's probably doubtful for Friday night's game. But that's the negative of the game. The positive is that they pulled out a win. Yes, they couldn't shoot. Tatum's still struggling from the field. I don't want to harp on the rebounds because everyone else is going to, but he did, I think, end up with like 15. That's 16. all I'm going to say about it. I don't want to talk about Tatum's rebounds, but he is doing other things out there that we were clamoring for him to do over the years. So he's doing it now, so we have to give him credit where credit is due. Um, you mentioned Schroeder. I thought Smart had a pretty solid game, too. Um, yeah. He didn't have that bonehead shot that Schroeder had. Typically, that's, that's um, left for Marcus Smart, but it, Schroeder took that one tonight. But <laughs> I will say fun, this is about this Schroeder. This is a funny one. <laughs> I don't Damn. know if that means we're the stars. Is that good or bad? Or we're the yeah. two mopey guys up in the balcony, you know, crapping all over I'm going to say we're the stars. We're going to see. Bobby is uh, Bobby's Grant. Um, got, right, Bobby's Grant. Joe Sway is Al. Yeah. Joe Sway is Al, old reliable. Solid, absolutely. solid performer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what you're going to get usually. Um, um, guys, wait, hold on. A I'm second. like two I'm, for I'm gonna, 15, Tatum. I'm going to talk to the ghosts of Joe Sway and Bobby. Uh, is the, has the music stopped there, guys? Yeah, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs give down. Give us a thumbs up or a wave and we'll let you in there. No, Joe still Sway not. Still couldn't really music. hear us earlier. Uh, um, People are asking for a live show during the game. We might do that if the games start to merit that. What do you have? What do you have for a takeaway, John? Other than Rob's, you know, final play of the game from this. Uh, I mean, is it just a just another offensively challenged night, or would would you say the defense kind of did its thing? I mean, Embiid. I don't know how much of that you want to credit Embiid to, like rust, COVID, but I mean, he was off all night. I thought Al played. You know, Al once again showed that he's Embiid's daddy out there. I thought. Um, that's so that was takeaway number one it's hard to watch this game and like the national headline of this game is going to be Embiid's shooting performance and the fact that right. the Celtics either shut him down or he had an awful game depending on which spin you yeah. want to put on it it's really hard if you're the Celtics especially after the Rob Williams experience uh defending Joel Embiid last year uh where that was like the game that broke Rob right he was everything was going great <laughs> then he went in there and he fouled seven times in like three minutes he was like I'm speed. actually not good yeah Wait, I'm like, not oh good. no and then he went into the tank <laughs> everybody for a told bit. me I was good yeah yeah right I was let's watch the guard report and that guy John kept talking about me yeah <laughs> Oh no, this is what a good player looks like. I'm ruined. And he went in the tank for a little bit. And, you know, that was like, and then everyone's like, oh crap, you know, like we still can't use him against. Yeah. And so what happened? Maybe he was seeing ghosts after that. You bring back the friggin' Embiid stopper, you know, which was, yeah. you know, Al, Al's, you know, during the, those yeah. years. The reincarnation. The Celtics, I'm calling this the reincarnation of Al Horford. That's what this When is. the Celtics were dominating the Sixers for those couple of years there. Um, in Al it was, it, it, it was Al, uh, it was Al who was doing it. Uh, I got a thumbs up from Bobby. So we're going to roll the dice here that he's oh, good. I could got a thumbs up from both these guys. Bring him in. Oh man. Bring him in. I don't know how loud oh, we're going to back. But they got Winnie Houston going right now. Well, we got, uh, man. We got Grant now in the somebody. building. Yeah. I want to feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's no, somebody I who just, loves I was it. guessing. Is that what she's? Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. <laughs> well, wait, no, no, no. It's not my bad. It's uh, I get so emotional. Uh, uh, no, I, I get so emotional, baby. Every time I think of you. Well, we missed you guys. Yeah, that's a garden uh, song. 
That is good. <laughs> it's a song that you'd play after a win in a basketball game. It's a great yeah. intro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get What's so up, emotional, fellas? baby, every time I think of you guys. Hey, we all uh, got what? emotional. So did the fans out here. They were going oh, crazy. What a, that was, what a finish. That was good. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah, you, could feel, you could feel the tension. They're like, wait a minute. I think they're going to blow this guy. You can see people you guys on the were... screen like, <laughs> right. this is how it ends, right? Like, this is usually the makings of a disappointing loss, but not Bo this time. Bobby's, Bobby's boy from Peabody, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That was something. Shout out to random they, kids uh, from Peabody. I mean, his face is still in his hands after the uh, after the one point victory, right? Well, you guys were there. Give us, give yeah. us your take. Well, that was a picturesque defensive stand on the last possession. I heard you guys talking about it. Switching, like you can just yep. see on that play alone how far it's come. Locked Warford in. hands yep. off Brown and Embiid being unable to get the ball in the low post against Brown on a possession like that. That's just incredible. And then yep. Rob Martin. Everybody's on a string. I thought they were for most of this game. Things broke down into the bench a little bit. I hated how the bench played in this game. Torched by George's Niang almost at the end, too. Uh, Andre Drummond getting spot buckets in the fourth quarter. Those type of guys, you can't let those guys burn you. And uh, I thought Schroeder, again, good boost midway through the fourth, but just an awful shot on that last possession. Terrible decision. Um, he was good. They needed his buckets. We talk about that all the time. But you got to be better at a time with the when they were, making. Yeah, especially when they kind of stagnated. He gave him a little boost there, doing the thing that he does. But yeah, that last yeah. shot was brutal. Um, yeah. Just wait. Oh, Joe. come off it. Just keeps he yeah. just keeps defenses on their heels. Like I just think they uh, they just didn't know what to do with him. They had their game plan was focused on you know Thibault covering Tatum, who did a good job in a sense. Right, he made him really work for his buckets today. I think that that was that went a long way for Tatum because that's something we've been we want to keep seeing that you know him not if he doesn't get it the easy way then sure let's see him get these kind of points where or this kind of performance where he's scoring 25 plus points 26 tonight but getting into the rim you know grabbing down rebounds getting beat up tonight that was great like I love that I love to see that out of Tatum because it's only going to make him stronger in the end but you know you go back to what, what the defense meant to the Celtics team you know the way they double teamed Joel Embiid it was a hard fought win but as Ime Doka put it best like. Wasn't pretty. He even apologized after this one. He goes, I'm sorry, that wasn't pretty. But, you know, it is what it is. We're glad we got the win. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we, you know, I didn't want to uh, – let me ask you, the, you know, before we get into – I think Jalen is a big story. Um, and so, yeah. uh, you know, before we get fully into that, you know, for most of the game, it's, it was a tough game to peg, like, you know, when we're like, what are we talking about here? Because you just couldn't get a sense of the flow. How much do you think was Celtics defensive pressure on what they were doing? How much of it was just kind of ugly offense both sides? And the Sixers are a good defensive team, or can be, uh, as well. Um, obviously better when you have Simmons out there. But, I mean, I, it's just... It was just an ugly game. I and I'm you know trying well, to figure out how much of that was attributed to the defense. Well, on Wednesday games, I'm now two and zero. I'm picking the result. But the Nets last week, Celtics, Sixers this week. And I, feel I knew like this beat. isn't the answer to the question that I. Well, asked. no, I, I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm leaning <laughs> okay, up. Okay, okay, sorry. It really up is. Here. <laughs> <laughs> they, Mute him. Give them the flowers, Bobby. Come on. They put bodies on Joel Embiid in the lane, and yeah. he was not feeling good physically. You could see him grabbing the wrist. Energy, fatigue, that sort of thing. Issues with him in the past, and of course, coming back from nine days of COVID, that's about as bad of a start as I've ever seen from him. So I do think guys like Ennis Freedom, uh, you know, Al Horford in the post, blocking his putback early on, putting pressure on him, getting up enough to be able to reject some of those shots early mm -hmm. on, and just 
playing him physical, yeah. taking advantage of the physicality that's allowed in the league now. Like Doc Rivers was just raving about all the physicality that you can play with on the defensive end of the floor, the way they're um, calling these games now. Why don't they get – I think very few teams are benefiting from it as much as the Celtics are right now. Like they are just pounding guys. You see Horford on that last possession just – Harris complaining of the ref after, but they're allowing that now. There's a real physicality. There's a real toughness to the way you're allowed to play defense. Now. I think it benefits the Celtics immensely. Nobody puts me in a corner. All right, hey, Don. I know John's you like the getting, producing John's everything, but you don't have to have the here. biggest picture out here. I don't like that. John's getting that. creative over here. No, it's that was – you know what that was? That was the, you know, the glitch on this thing now when you're messing around with your name? Yep. It just did Free that. Stream. I didn't do that. Are you messing yeah. around with your name, John? You Bobby, about next time he does that, you got to yell at him. You have to now. I was just going to say, I got blamed for that for weeks. <laughs> it's much funnier. All right, the Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. you got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football. Horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be there's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff out outside of the sports realm. Anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. No, you. Yeah, that no, was still I mean, your fault. Back to what Bobby was saying, though, um, about Al. To me, it was it was Al and company in terms of, like, who's guarding Joel Embiid. And whoever was next That's to him, fine. Al amplified yeah. it like to, like, another notch, it felt like. Even with Grant, even with Cantor. I saw some defense out of Cantor, especially, you know, on the double team on Joel Embiid that I haven't really seen since he was in Portland, maybe. You know, I, I, feel, I just feel like we haven't seen – I mean, he's just – he's not that guy. Let's, let's face it. But he, Al's getting it out of him, or at least he did tonight. So – I right, that, that that meant a lot. I'm willing to say the Celtics the, played the good defense. Why did the Celtics offense suck though? Because it sucks, or because the the Philly made it. Well, that's why I was worried about. I mean, the way they've had trouble getting to the rim. Across the Philly. Yeah, yeah. He, it, Embiid factor, right? Like, yeah. you cannot get in yeah. there against their big bodies. Tatum struggled immensely. I thought getting to the rim, but credit to him, lean on the mid range. We haven't loved it. But for an offense that struggles, for a team that's just not going to shoot efficiently, you just take the baskets where you can get them. And I know you do love that, John. In a game like this where the paint's not available, just shoot over those guys. And Schroeder did it. Tatum did it. Be uh, Josh Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. I thought Richardson yeah. was awesome again here. Yeah. Comes back from that uh, big hit he took to the face, and it was a big one. He got four stitches. Uh, yeah. and. Hits a shot to begin the fourth quarter. Sets up Grant in the corner. Grant did nothing and just comes in, hits that big corner three. I thought the offense was timely. I mean, you said it, John. Both teams struggled immensely here on the offensive end, and the Celtics offensively were just a little bit better. And that says something because Philly's a pretty good offense. So these are the kind of games you can win, I think, if you're the Celtics this year against really good teams. And I am pretty impressed by this one. I said I come in and I expected them to win. But I was also going to be impressed that they won against this team. Pretty, pretty a little low. bit of both. I think the refs uh, kind of letting them play um, helped the Celtics here because this is a pretty low um, free throw game for both teams. 17 and 15 attempts. Embiid's been getting – Embiid's had games with 20, you know, alone against the Celtics before. And, like, remember how frustrated we got last time, which is like – 
he gets fouled a ton anyway. You can't give him the content. You can't give it to him every single time. So uh, thankfully, it wasn't one of these heavy whistle games in that regard because that you know the pace with between the pace of play and the friggin' net coming undone, we couldn't have dealt with like a whole shit ton of free throws oh, here. Gosh. This would have been this would have been like a baseball game if, if, if it went <laughs> any like slower. It. it felt <laughs> like it. I mean, it's one thing to have some net repairs going on once, but to have that guy trot his ladder rack out there, get it right. You had one opportunity. You got one thing to do, one job. It was the biggest moment of this guy's life. <laughs> I, know, I mean, who who rep- it's one thing to, to, you know, change the net, but you do it in front of 18,000 people. You better be ready for the call. You have to be ready at Bobby, all times. If one of you two don't do a story on that guy, it's, it'll be a shame. One of you yeah, we're revoking the press pass. One of you has to track down net guy and do, do, a, do, a, do a story on how he how he. That's really the lead tonight, to be completely honest, is net guy. I mean, they came out at the beginning of halftime, and there was one of those little kid games going on. Walked off half the court. He was getting booze. I think the pressure got to him because the crowd got on him for shutting yeah. down the kids' halftime game there. So they, 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 they had done a half. They had the so whole half to do it. This you're is telling the me they NBA. started this. They started yeah. this at halftime and they still couldn't get the net wrapped around the They started at the, the beginning of halftime. They thought they fixed it completely. No, you they know interrupted what it was. a kids' game to do it, and it, they didn't do it right. For the they kids, needed some man. like already used nets like i feel like it was like too new or something i don't know it's like it was scrunched up or I something i mean it's three guys how many guys does it take to just change the net three guys they got six hands up there you know everyone's hands are in each other's hands you know one oh, guy's do, one nice guy's Jimmy. pulling right. one in one guy's pulling one out it's a complete disaster to start the third quarter they had the whole halftime the first time it was like okay it's cool we can sing and dance get on the big screen the second time, like, all right, what's going too on? Too many cooks in the kitchen, too, too many hands on the net. You don't have one set of hands right. to do that job. I, we, we, a, a portion of the TPE has to go to a new net guy. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not calling for anyone's job, especially at the holidays, but I'll say this. He better be ready the next time his name is called because it's a uh, one-strike or, league. Yes, or at, least yes. We need, or at least we need some net guy depth, okay? Right, yeah. because that's a good point. I don't think he should have been the guy to come out the second time. I think, I think he he had no, his were... chance in the first time. They needed they need a fresh arm or two fresh arms for that. Se- it's listen. If you've ever been doing, if you've ever done that, it can get tiring. You are just yeah. You've, I mean, I've you know in the in the in the driveway, you've had to replace a net a few times. You know what it's like. Get up there on the ladder, and your your arms starting to get tired. I'm not doing it in front of eighteen thousand people. It's just me and like my annoying brother who's like, let's go. I it's can like only imagine record so the interviews, just holding your hand Everyone's up there for 10 minutes. Do we even know what yeah, was wrong with the note? No, I mean, no explanation. That's what everyone's you, really, you know what? You you really don't need a net. You know, I was going to say, that's it. Two, that's no, it. I don't want to see this guy again. The, oh, oh this thing. is a good one. I wasn't this doing it. One. Bad net rating. Oh, like that's pretty good. That's when the arguments break out about the ball went through the net or not. I mean, yeah, the... but you know what? I, I I couldn't do another delay. Just take the net off. And in this game, just assume it was an air ball because the way they were missing, there wasn't too many swishes anyways. Yeah. That was that was better than my uh, Brooklyn Nets ones. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, net rating. Bobby's tra- desperately trying to <laughs> – Bobby desperately wants to get this conversation back to basketball. Two guys won that. Well, I do want to hear what you guys thought of uh, the first game in a new uniform of NS Freedom. You know, I wasn't blown away. I'm having a tough time. Gorman called him Freedom like 12 times in the first few minutes, and every time it was weird. 
Yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah, Bobby, we know you've written an article about him already. You've called him freedom the whole time. Like we understand. I get it. Um, yeah. No, listen, that's just thing. I mean, you know, you can go and change your name. You know, I didn't go to NBA.com. That's what it says. I'm happy for Ennis Freedom. I know how we know how legal na name changes work. You know, his real <laughs> name is Ennis. He is still going by Ennis Cantor Freedom. His middle name is Cantor. I still think it's fair game if you want to refer to him as Ennis Cantor Freedom. I think we can do that if, if the whole Ennis Freedom Cantor thing. Freedom. I mean, I'm going to change my name to Love, Jimmy Love, and no one can do anything about it. Yeah, can I just say, it's, I think it's funny that usually they have both hoops like going that. for this like season ticket holder event, whatever they're doing. Only one hoop, only the good hoop. No one's shooting on the other one. <laughs> no, I would go, go near that other hoop. Oh, you know All what? Right, I kind of would. I would blame the, I would just blame the hoop. Let's go around the world. We got, we got Jimmy Love. John, what's your new last name? I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. All right, Joe Sway. <laughs> John, John Anger. When are you guys on the spot? John, Boom, John Boomerage. Yeah. No. I, Joe Sway. One. I would say Joe Sway Smooth. Okay. Joe yeah. Sway All Smooth. Right. I think you're gonna play me All there, right. Jimmy. Appreciate it. Joe that. Sway Smooth. No, bro. I got you. It's the holidays, so I'll be nice. You know what I'm going with. Uh, hold on. Don't tell me. No, I don't. I'm curious though. What do you say? Uh, what? What do you got? Bobby. Wait, wait. Uh, Bobby Underoos. Nope. Okay. Bobby Hayward. <laughs> Bobby Hayward. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You won't give up on that, will you? I didn't see that coming. That's funny. Bobby yeah. wants so badly for everyone to say that he looks like Gordon Hayward, where he's actually going to legally change his name to Hayward. Wait, does Hayward this have the stash good. going? Is that this why is you have the stash going right now, Bobby? Johnny Rage. No, Johnny that, Rage. That, that goes back to 20 years. I like that, Johnny Any Rage. Any comic book fans, it's kind of like Johnny Storm, which is... Uh, yeah, know. there's none of those. Bobby Bobby mustache. Why not? The Human Torch. I think Keep Bobby the comic Gordon's book collection to yourself. Bobby Gordon. John, John Sounds Dier. like a NASCAR. Yeah, I like that. Bobby I like Gordon. this one. <laughs> nice. That brings it all. He's never going to live that down. John, John Herman Gomez. John Ocho Stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> stuffing. I, I like, like Jace Move, obviously, for Joe Sway. That's a good one. Um, Jace Move. Yeah. Okay, Bobby, Bobby Turtleneck. <laughs> There's a lot of ways. We have it on today. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Bobby Argyle Vest from last Joe Sway Brockton. <laughs> I like that. It sounds Joe like an Sway actor Brockton. or something. Star Joe Sway, Joe everyone. Brockton. That's like when you do the porn name, when you take like your address yeah, and yeah. the street an name and all of those. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Jay Bobby's Brock. like basketball, were impressed, please. Were you impressed <laughs> by freedom in this one? Because I didn't like his game. Uh, oh, look, shock. once again, if he's getting blocked at the rim and he's not doing the putbacks there, that limits the effectiveness of the offensive rebounds because it negates it. So that's a problem. But the big body, it was obvious they wanted two big bodies out there. They never wanted yeah. to leave Rob on an island with Embiid. They wanted to have some some friggin', you know, some somebody there some just just length. for the body yes yeah right i mean what was it and, minus one and that served that served a purpose there were a couple of times he yeah. came up against it and just simply being his size was all he needed to be uh to 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 you know to be in position and to kind of help the situation so i actually think he was generally speaking a net positive i do too i mean listen he's not gonna you know win you know six man of the year uh off of this game but i Ouch, think he was this so one hurts Right in the middle of my, oh, no, right in the middle game. of me's talking too. Ow! Anyway, it wasn't James Jones. You know, you don't have to watch, bud. You can just hit that little <laughs> X in the corner, and there's probably another show somewhere you can you can watch. Yeah, um, it makes you feel better. 
ahead. I think I think I think Cantor was this is this is a serviceable game for him. You know, he he went in there, yeah, and beat still ended up with like what like eighteen boards or something like that. So it's not like Cantor was, you know, patrolling the paint or anything like that, but they limited him on the offensive end. I know it wasn't all Cantor, obviously. You know, Horford was a big part of it. Rob was a big part of it. Um, you know, George's Na- George's Nang Niang. Forget how to pronounce his last name already, but um, he's 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 a solid player. I mean, and a local guy. So shout out to the local guy. He was uh, really Lawrence good Mass Dallas. native. I'm surprised they let him go. He was he was a great bench player for them, and he really hurt the Celtics in that second quarter. Like Shake Milton. Drummond, these are the guys that hurt you here, which is weird because, you know, you, you think of the dangerous guys like Curry, and he was good. Um, you know, some of these other Strong wing guys. 15 types of stuff. Would have, would have been tough to lose to those kind of guys here. Especially at the buzzer. That would have been a tough loss, but honestly, like, it's hard to say they played well enough to win. I mean, if they lost, they would have been like, yeah, well, you scored 88 points. Like, you lost. So it's, it's a different an, show. It's an ugly win. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. a kind of a meltdown at the end. I do sure. think you did everything you needed to do to get there, though. <laughs> I mean, you built a double-digit lead early. The bench kind of slid. I mean, Tatum, like, he didn't have a great night tonight, but he worked through some early struggles, and he was the only guy hitting shots down the stretch there. So I do think you have to give him some credit for persevering through this one. Ending 9-20, at decent shooting split, especially by his standards this year. I was pretty impressed by what he did in a very physical, uh, you know, tough game. That... That was the first, like, I know it wasn't the game winner, but that was the first, like, game icing-ish shot from him in a while against the heavy pressure there. And, you know, almost near the foul. I forget who was contesting him there. But that was a big, big shot. And those are the kind of ones you should be expecting him to hit, you know, as the lead man of this team. So it was great to see him kind of get back to form in this one, too. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about – I wouldn't say he got back to form. Yeah, nine of twenty. That's closer and, to who he is. But it's so effortful. That's the thing. Is like, well, that's the kind of game it was. You know, he's trying. Yeah. You're right. It was a it was a bit of a rock fight. So you're right. Yeah, Nothing because John. Otherwise, easy. they they get hot from from behind the, behind the arc. You know, I was thinking. I know you guys probably were Seth Curry, and then look, Danny Green comes up big. Yeah. You know, down the stretch, and I'm thinking Seth and Danny's getting this at the end. But Thibel, he drove a little too long for me. But of course, Rob made the difference at the end. Seth uh, stepped out of bounds on that bad one. Yeah, that was tough when he went and baseline he, And then there. he committed a foul on the next possession. That was a bad foul Brown, on Schroeder. Yeah, was it Schroeder or Brown? It was Schroeder in the paint. Schroeder drove, drove through the paint, met in beat, and was def- pretty much trapped in the middle of the paint. And then um, Curry just came over just like, I don't know what he was thinking. He just kind of slapped there. down on the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why they bailed him out. That's why Dallas, uh, you know, traded – him for Richardson, which wasn't a good move in the end, but yeah, defender for an offensive guy. And again, like I got to give Richardson a ton of credit here. We've talked about him, but I didn't expect him to be this good for this team. I think he's a really good bench piece for them. Not a ton of pressure on him to create, just score in spots, defend well. He did that. And he was a big part of this win. Like, you know, this is Horford's revenge game, but it's sort of Richardson's too. I mean, Richardson did not have a good time that year, that year with them either. Uh, and he kind of took it to them here at certain points. So, I mean, you just feel really good about this one, I think. Because like, Philly's an upper echelon team. When they have everybody together like this, I know the record, you see it down there, 11-11. and 11, They're way better than that. They were right up at the top of the league before yeah. COVID. You beat a big-time team here. You really did. You really yeah. did. <clears throat> Agreed. We did it. Win's a win. Uh, exactly. Yes. I don't care how. Right before the road trip, you know, this is one of those games where, you know, you might – 
you know, the Sixers weren't on their game tonight for a number of reasons. And this is a game where you had a chance to win and you did. And that's exactly what you need to do right before a road trip like this. We already, we've talked about the schedule getting a lot more difficult. So these are the games where <laughs> when you see the opening, you, you strike and you, and they held them off. They didn't have that fourth quarter collapse that they've kind of been known for uh, this, this season. It was close. It was very close. It is, um, but but they but a defensive stand prevented it. It wasn't like the Sixers just you know blew it on a miss at the rim or something. Like they they did what they needed to do. They they played defense and and they won the game because of it. So, and Philly never really took control of the game, right? Like the Celtics did early. No, they blew it. You know, it's it's tough to say you blow a ten point lead in the first. Yeah, outside but of that run in the first half. I mean, all Philly really did was build like a what three, four point lead at the biggest through that second half, and Celtics erased it pretty quickly each time. Um, you're not happy if you know you're looking at this final score and you had other thoughts about the game, you know, other implications here. But if you only care about win loss, it's a good one. Oh okay, yeah, let's say let's say let's say this. Let's just say they lost. What are we talking about? What what didn't what didn't we like? Whatever That's led to the, thing, right? whatever led to the loss at the end, obviously we'd be talking about Schroeder bad decision and not being able to close if they blew a four point lead there. I mean, they're all still you know. real things that happen. It's yeah. just the result was. I mean, look, the large takeaway from the game is Jalen, and we've been kind of slow playing getting into it because we didn't want to lead. Well, let's uh, talk about it. We didn't want to get pissed at us when we don't talk. About we Jaylen didn't want to lead a win with talking about the negative, but Jalen Brown looks right. like. Jalen Brown is walking around the court looking like a guy who's waiting for his friggin' leg to explode. I you know, know, right? Like, what is going on? That's there? all he looks like. He looks like all he can think about is, is the next step going to be my last step? It's literally, you can see it in his mind with everything that he does. And then when, the he's walking, yeah. and when he's walking up and down the court, he's just slow and he's just kind of always just clearly off, clearly off. I saw right? that from him right from yeah. was the first game he came back for. Um, you know, a couple of games ago, I can't, must have been, it wasn't San Antonio, it was the one before that, but whatever game he came back for, it was kind of uncertain if he was going to play coming into it. And you saw him in the layup line doing his warm up, testing it out, seeing if he was going to go, like not moving that well. Kind of just slow playing, as you say, John, like lumbering around, not looking great. And I saw that and I'm like, I don't know if he's going to play in this one. And he did, did moderately well. And then, you go to the press conference after that, it's like, oh, he's still questionable for the next week or so here. Doesn't make all that much sense to me. Emei says he looks good. I don't see it. Um, I don't see him moving well. I don't see the burst. And that's so strange. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. You don't come back early from a hamstring and then kind of manage it and see if you need to miss another game. You just kind of wait until it's better, right? And that, that doesn't seem to be what they did here. Again, I didn't see the MRI. I didn't. I didn't do the medical evaluation here. But it. Just and if you had good. seen the MRI, what do you think that would have accomplished? Probably <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah. All right, guys. Quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is Insa. We're welcoming welcoming back Insa. Insa. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, INSA dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, The staff are authorities on the science 
uh, that go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety, edibles. Uh, hanging out with friends, whatever you want. They'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're from they're from Western Mass. Salem. Not, yep. No. Oh, yeah. Located in Salem. but There's a location in Salem. They're from Springfield. Bobby yeah, jumped the gun because the, the Salem location <laughs> is near his house. Springfield. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there, one near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton or, as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the garden report told you to stop by, mm -hmm. you get a T-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there, too. That's not on us, but the T-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple T-shirts, and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call eight seven seven five hundred insa for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once yeah, again, ha have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts. Or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. Looks all right. You know something about uh, yeah, reading I, those I, things? I think go. Uh, no, but I mean, yeah, look. It uh, doesn't look too bad. But no, Bobby. I mean, <laughs> kidding Google's aside. like an actual skeleton. Is it? In, in I'm our, very <laughs> confused by the situation. In our limited understanding of, you know, you know, uh, of, you know, Friggin' injuries and how they work and blah, blah. The one thing we've always known, hamstrings, soft tissue injuries Linger. don't get better while playing. The only way they get better is through rest. I don't understand what they're doing. I don't understand putting somebody in who's less than 100% and hoping he doesn't friggin', you know, pop the thing. Like... All, I don't get it either. Who, who's who's signing the, off on that? The these trainers, things don't work that doctors way. Doctors like, and trainers are like, yeah... In the Play history of hamstrings, have they ever have a, had a guy come back and be like, yeah, just kind of wing it? You know, like, yeah. it's always you wait until you feel 100% to avoid re-aggravation. He looks like he's playing on something that's, like, or aggravated. Like, he's he, he's he looks currently injured. I don't and understand do you, what they're doing. And, and how does I don't he think get, he plays Friday. How does he get better playing every other day? Well, again, I don't Jimmy, see him playing on that back-to-back. -back. He's going to miss one of those games. But but what it's never going to miss yeah, like that's not how you manage it. I, I, I've I, never I, understood. I, I honestly think I honestly think tonight was uh, it looked like it was worse than maybe what we thought. And I think I, I don't know if you reheard it or heard it more tonight, but I said this that you guys weren't on the show at the time. But when the Celtics won the game, zero reaction from him. I'm not saying he wasn't happy they won, but like it was clearly his mind was elsewhere. And I'm assuming it's whatever's hurting him because he didn't go celebrate with the team right away. He kind of looked in the other direction. He was kind of upset. And then the TV, I was watching on, you know, um, NBC Boston and they kind of cut away and you could see him sort of grimacing a little bit and slowly walking off the court, almost limping off the court. So I don't know if something happened to, during this game to make it worse than it was before the game started, but you guys are right. Why, why is he playing right now? I mean, this is game 20 ish of the season you're going to need him later on in the year, and if you make it, you're going to need him in the playoffs to, get him to be completely healthy. So 
you know, using him now and potentially, you know, aggravating an injury or making it worse is just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. they have a team of doctors and trainers, and they have a whole freaking staff. <laughs> Can somebody get it right? Yeah, and I don't, I don't they, know what yeah, they're gaining. They went, they, the, 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 the medical staff went to Jimmy Toscano Home Medical School. <laughs> yeah, and seriously. They diagnosed this injury. Yeah, yeah, certified. <laughs> but it's again, it's not, it's not a rub some dart on an injury. It's a rest no. injury. And I they don't understand. It's a it's a soft tissue injury. I don't understand this play through it sort of and, thing. And it's a shift because sorry, just way I muted muted you because it's loud as hell. Go, okay, injury, yeah, no, I know my fault. Just tearing things down. But no, I was gonna say, good. do you do any of you guys feel like this happens if they weren't playing the Sixers or at least one of the top notch teams? I, I just felt like the way Emay was talking before this one and his pregame uh, presser, he was like, man, finally we're 100 percent healthy. You know, yeah, a bit of a minute restriction on Jalen, and we're gonna monitor Rob, but. He just looks so excited to, to have that starting five back together. And, of course, Jalen's a big part of that. So, you know, from an effort standpoint, after the game, he may saying, look, he gave it all he had. You know, I, I didn't – I spoke to him. He said he's, he's all right. And clearly, Jalen well, – he was, he was pushing to come back for that Cleveland series, remember? And, you know, Abby – Yeah, exactly. That, so, you know, Jalen's not going to – maybe he's not going to tell the whole truth. But at the same time, it, I, I just think they really wanted to have everyone together for this one. So maybe we'll see their just, West Coast road trip. But Jalen has to – I say Jalen makes that trip, but I'd, I'd be surprised if he plays all those games. He's going to make the trip, but that's why I kind of wish that they sat him. I mean, this is, you know, Monday morning quarterback, but just based on the way he looked out there. But oh, knowing, what they, knowing what they know, like why couldn't they – why couldn't he have just sat tonight, give him a couple extra days rest before this road trip? you got five games on the road coming up. You're on the road for a week. You don't have – you know, your but to which you, don't have, you don't have like all your your you know what you would typically have for you know recovery and going to the you know going to the trainers to and stuff John in Boston because you're on the road. Well, why are we even talking about this though? Like, oh, he might not play certain games on the road trip, or he's day to day for the week ahead because he came back tonight. You're out. Why until not? Just you're ready. Play? Yeah. Like, what, I don't what get is, it. What is this? It's not I don't like get it either. if they were way below five hundred and. Like really reeling, maybe you understand it because they got to push their way back into this, and you know he is pushing his way back in to get the team right. Like they're not in a they're not in a great position right now, but they're not in a terrible one. And it sort of reminds me of last year. Remember we were looking for those rest nights for Brown and Tatum, and Brad was just like, "Oh, we're not in a position to rest, guys." It's like health's the big thing, right? In the end, because Brown ends up falling apart by the end of the year and you're like oh maybe they should have rested up i don't think it's a terrible thing to set a guy out until he's completely healthy you know they were doing well anyway they went eight and three without him it's not like they were completely sinking without him again we're not privy to all the information here but it just seems dubious it really does i, yeah. I just yeah, think it has has a lot to do with it too and, and just them rallying together you know, having everyone healthy and Sort of like a great raw, but they're raw not. They're not healthy. <laughs> no, I mean like they were available, rather. Okay, with everyone available, like that—that's happened. What? Maybe two times this season. Yeah, it barely happens. But now we know why because they don't wait for them to come back healthy. It's like, okay, congrats, you had you had them all together for a game, but now because of it, are you saying that now Jalen Brown is going to miss the next two uh, because he's you know hurting or whatever? He's going to get on a plane now and go out to the West Coast and do all that stuff. And, like I said, you can't go. You can't go to, you know, the team's facilities and get treatment and all that stuff that he typically would get. You know, he's got to do everything based on where they are on the road now. It's so easy to see. I mean, we're standing here from miles away, seeing the just stretching and all the aggravation it seems to be causing him. And 
it doesn't it's this isn't the playoffs there's no i don't think there's a great reason to push through that and deal with that and yeah just you know risk re-injuring it which we know is a concern they've talked about it the history that he has with this injury the risk of re-aggravation the hamstrings have i again none of us are experts but it just doesn't doesn't sit right with me no. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let me let me sneak this in real quick. Uh, remind people again, one of our sponsors um, is calm.com. Calm, calm, calm. Stay calm. Calm.com, uh, baby. Number one sleep and meditation app out there. Uh, so get in on that if you want. Uh, it is a limited time offer. Calm.com slash garden 40% off uh, for, like I said, the number one app for sleep and meditation teamed up with LeBron James to help. You train your mind and become the champion slash best version of mm. yourself, right? With Calm, you have access to nature scenes, uh, rain, leaves, songs, stories, uh, all sorts of meditations. Uh, it can be ready for any challenges that life throws your way. So again, limited time. All our listeners and viewers here, calm.com slash garden. Uh, guys, just check it out. 40% discount. Uh, you know, Give it a try. You can do a trial uh, and see if you like it. Uh, but check it out. Premium membership, com.com slash garden, 40% off. Um, yeah. I just want to say real quick, everyone listening right now, just take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Joseph, you're muted. Couldn't hear you. Thank God. Cause we're all exhaling right I've now. I've muted so everybody because they're we're literally. We're big. exhaling guys. This is what com.com would be telling you right now. If you're there on you the go. app, it feels a lot, feels a lot better when you do it on the app than what just happened now because it was really interrupted by all these people who don't understand com.com slash garden. But um, that's just one of the things you'll learn on the app. And Oh my God, to, uh, are they moving the entire garden? And there you go. See, to another place? There you go. There you go. Jesus Christ. What com. is going com on, guys? Garden, 40% off. Okay. It's update. like, the, it, it sounds I promise like John, I promise John doesn't cut in on any of the app. Uh, any of the it literally sounds like they're Links giving the entire garden a root canal. Like it's, it's just like that, it's all the <laughs> that's the baseline baseline seating finally all removed. So that'll stop. <laughs> My gosh. Now they're onto the court. Uh, you guys right. act like you've never seen the garden go from a basketball court to a hockey rink before. You've I know, that, but John? it's like Joe Sway a billion games. Our viewers Just, haven't, Jimmy. Try and explain. Yeah. Just wait, that's sitting the right on it's, top it's those of it. chairs. Just wait, those, what are you like, on the Zamboni or something, dude? No, it's those three, what is it? Whatever, how many rows are behind the hoops? Those are the ones going, they're slamming the chairs. That's what makes it the loud noise. So they finally. We used it. to do the show, you know, OGs of this. Before before we were doing this live, we used to do the show on the court. Joe Sway will remember this. And we was a race against time. As they were ripping the court up, we would go to the opposite end of the court, try to film everything. And like by the end of the show, they were like ripping up like the, the court that our that our left. chairs were on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have like, no I, idea how you did that looking back. We on can't it. screw this up. They're literally gonna rip the court up. Wow. Yeah, we were good, and it was like it was like uh, you know the, the the court. They were taking it away. Yeah, inch by inch. it was a race against like, time, dude. Yeah. We're shooting. Every like, video, I'd be looking back like, oh shit. By like, like second three, yeah. There's only like half court left, yeah. or even less. And yeah. they weren't waiting. They weren't going to wait for us, nor should they have. Because oh, they no. That dude would do. rip the court while and it was, was like It was like midnight, you know? Yeah. It takes these guys like, I don't know, like over two hours. Because we used to film. This This. This used to be filmed after locker room was over, after everything was done. We didn't go live right after the game. We went yeah. about an hour and a half after the game. So we were the only guys left in the freaking yeah. arena. At that Hanging point. out. Hanging, Hanging out. out. Yep. Um, Maybe we'll do that again someday. 
Yeah, it would be nice. We'll in get Maine. the band back together. In Maine. Yeah, we'll see you there, Bob. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll meet you up there. <laughs> um, so uh, If you can guarantee a one-on-one with Luke and a couple others, I'll consider it. Luke's We're reeling going. after a tough loss to Mexico. People are talking, it's, but people are buzzing about that loss. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, I don't know how big of a deal it is, but it's weird. So the Jalen thing, we'll see. Um, anything that come out of the post-game stuff that you guys have seen worth talking about? Uh, had There's a good, something uh, about a play, right? What, what he had a great about? comment about um, Al saying that, look, Al's a real, you know, obviously the question came up about playing his former team. There was an extra effort in this one. He's like, listen, Al's a prideful guy, you know? So everyone knows he didn't have a great time in Philly. And everyone knows going into this one that it's not going to define his career. But, of course, it was a little bit of, you know, a little bit of effort there. But um, I like the way he put that because it's uh, – it really, like, seeing him come back to Boston and the, the way he's been performing, you know, 20-plus games in, like, I just think that that's that another weird one, right? Like, the more, well, the more he continues to do this or just the fact that he's, you know, taking on this new this, this leadership role, you know, returning back into a different role, so to speak, I just feel like, like the, the more we're going to forget about that whole experience in Philly. It's just like a blimp in the radar. Whereas a couple years ago, I wouldn't say it would define his career, but – Everyone would have said, okay, well, that was the beginning of the end. Now I think he sort of changed the story a bit here, right? He changed the narrative in this, and uh, him coming back to Boston and taking on this role and thriving in it, you know, 20 plus games into the season. And, and this one, this one is one that kind of falls under him, you know, and the way they defended Joel Embiid and got the win. Yeah, that was a weird one. There's experience there. And the Sixers, I think, underrated among the dysfunctional teams in the NBA over the last five, six years here, making that signing, fitting him in and awkwardly next to Embiid and uh, Simmons, of course. Uh, it was just something I think a lot of people looked at from the start and was like, how's this going to work? Like, it's good they took him away from the Celtics here. But to hear, like, Ime talk about that experience, uh, the way they misused him, as he said, in the preseason. Horford, I think, called it challenging when he returned here to Boston. And, like, I know it's just bits and pieces of kind of shade cast on that experience, but... Richardson was complaining about the locker room and just some of the interactions there. Like, we talk about how weird things have been around the Celtics over the last couple of years. Philly's had its fair share of wackiness on the inside, too. And Richardson Horford were two guys who didn't have a great experience there. And, you know, I guess if it's any solace to Celtics fans, people following Boston, seem to be having a better time here despite all the crap that comes up here, too, um, inside the team. So... There is a great what if of whether Horford returned to that team in 2020. Probably won. I obviously signed um, You would have been able to sign Roger. Like it is interesting to think about where they'd be right now if they just dropped brought back Roger that year. We've we've done segments on that. We had debates about that, and it, it was kind of contentious at the time. But now looking back on it, seeing what happened with Kemba this week and the last year or so here. There's really no question. Like, the best team possible would have been Roger and Horford coming back after 2019. I guess it just feels – Totally. Everyone, everyone has to remember, Terry Rozier shot 27% that year. Like, he was – I know, was, but look at how good he is now. I know, but you, what, that's the point. It Nobody would have – seeing what you saw from Rozier, he looked unplayable. He was he was the worst unplayable? player on Unplayable? No, that's too Rozier much. Rozier in his he last bag from Hor- the Hornets still. He could have been Rozier in his last year in Boston was the worst player on that team. He was awful. Don't make awful. me rewatch. You couldn't I wait will. to get him out. You couldn't. <laughs> 
he was awful. It, and the style I, that he played and that he was he was one of those guys who wanted the ball more and he well i think yeah that so that's the thing he i was think that mess. he would clash oh. a little bit more with tatum and brown and smart than he would have if he was able to he kind of he was kind of um allowed to do more of what he wanted to do in charlotte so i i think it's kind of hard to compare charlotte rosier to boston rosier because he would have had a completely different role here he probably would have been unhappy he would have been the starter here no Kemba, no Kyrie. He would have been the starter, but he would have been like the third, the distant third wheel starter based on like everyone's, you know, inclination on how Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were eventually going to be. Now, whether that's right or wrong is remains to be seen. I think Rozier's a baller, obviously. Um, you know, and, you know, I'm always seeing highlights of him. Um, you know, oh, doing he's stuff. awesome. As yeah, a I mean, yeah, but yeah. his numbers in Charlotte are totally different. This is a guy who he was a sub forty percent shooter for his entire career here. He was, he was, he, he used was, to be a piece of shit. No, he just he wasn't. He was a very <laughs> like low efficiency player. Sloppy. I said was. Yeah, he, you know. He, he didn't turn the ball over. That was always a good thing. But I mean, he was just he, I, yeah. He but was, when he got in, people that can start, change. Yeah, people can change. He, <laughs> Damn it! He, he <laughs> Sorry, dude. No, you saw people can change. You saw a different Roger when he was a starter for that eighteen run. I know he was bad in the game. Let him hold well, the I'm ball. saying at that time, nobody in the world objected the to that move. I hate the hindsight game when ninety nine percent of people were for. No, what they but did. I was. The, the the question wasn't Roger or Kemba, it was Horford or Kemba, and the Celtics did make a Horford surprised them and left, and that yeah. kind of that threw them into a whatever. That opened but the door on the cap space and everything. Everyone else was, was in place. Everyone was. <laughs> <laughs> so Rozier. So no, so Ro- yes. But it Rozier was used to slop him up. And he had a dangerous night's crew that just couldn't – they couldn't stay together at the end. They couldn't stick together in the end. No, that's the thing. Grant yeah, Williams is part of his dangerous night's crew. Those, first, those score first point guards, like, looking back at it, it's just – I just it would have been a huge gamble unless you're, unless you're going in full rebuild mode, which obviously wasn't the case with Celtics. Guys, 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 we're not thinking about this the way people were thinking about it then. The no, I know. Entire, not just in I Boston. get it, but we didn't know what the Celtics. The probably. entire NBA was like Charlotte gave him what? What a terrible <laughs> deal! Like yeah. it was the not a person alive thought that was a good good idea to pay that guy that man that much money, and everybody here was thrilled to get Kemba and and not Rozier. So again, you can't go back and say what, it wasn't could've, about could've, Rozier versus Kemba though. It was Horford versus Kemba. Would you have gone up to the one thirty for Horford? I know people weren't thrilled about. No, that. it was Kyrie versus Kemba. Everyone Kyrie needs to chill. Everyone needs to relax. Okay, Kyrie we're all if we're gonna drop. if it we're gonna go back. It was Kyrie. It was you lost yes. Kyrie and you got Kemba. That's what this whole Kemba. thing was about. And everybody was at that point pissed at Kyrie, and they were happy to have Kemba because Kemba wanted to come to Boston. Well, and he was a UConn to... guy, and he's you know cardiac Kemba. Now it didn't work out. Awesome. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you go back in time, you'd keep Rozier. You'd never sign Kemba, and you'd keep Horford. And Horford probably wouldn't leave. I'm sure Horford would stay in Boston too if it, if you if he could go back in time. So we can keep playing this game, but it, you know. It is what it is.
It is what it is, and that's it. There's no reason to talk about it any further. Right. There's no way. I don't even know what we're. I don't even know what it, the hell we're talking about anymore. It wasn't going. I, I hate going back and looking at that one. It Horford. Would you have paid the one thirty to keep him? Because guess what? Now he's back on that contract. So that was the key decision. You knew how important Horford was to his team back then. Obviously, I think people looked at that price too and were like, "Oh, that much for Horford," but. Sometimes you overpay to keep something good here, and they lost too much. They lost Roger. Yeah, I think we can all agree that knowing what we know now, they should have paid Horford the extra whatever it was, $15 million or whatever he got that you didn't originally get in Boston. That's all I'm I think trying we can to say, yeah. Yes, we Bobby. all agree with that. You win, Bobby. You can, wait, you can toss wait. the jersey on when you get home. <laughs> wait till we get into, by the way, wait till eventually we start talking TPE and Bobby blows your mind oh with God. his, pro, with his proposal to use the Bobby TPE talk, to use, the, to Bobby use TPE the 48, talk. T, wait for it, to use the Fournier TPE on Fournier. <laughs> <laughs> it was an idea that we put on the drawing board today. Once you dove into the cap, though, it's not possible. But man, when I, I, I love it, I thought of that one. I was like, "Wow, that's yeah, a good one." That shit, that but yeah, you did you say that. I'm so tired of back. I'm so tired of the you talk about the three point guys back. That's what got me excited. He hit the game uh, tying shot at the buzzer and uh well what's funny is people wanted us to talk a little bit about Kemba you know I mean wow did that go bad fast um in New York he's been outright not just benched uh, removed from the rotation yeah I blame New York I blame New York yikes he's uh they actually yeah they what do you think it got they won't let him on the subway even what did you think was going to happen with a defensive minded coach like Tibbs you know (laughs) like how long is a guy like that how long is the guy I couldn't like that believe you are giving him that backcourt. You saw what those two did in the Celtics backcourt last year defensively. It was just a weird move all along for them to reshape the identity of that team. And again, you weren't going to bring back Nilakina and uh, who was the other guy? They Alfred Payton. Like you looked at those two guys and were like, this is obviously an upgrade over those two. But it changed the dynamic of the team. They were a defensive group. They were number one last year for most of the year on that end, and they flipped it to kind of dubious offensive options in that regard and everyone said you know Kemba signs for eight million two years eight million each and they're like oh no risk here no risk at all it's a empty con- like t- small contract he's a great player like where could this go wrong well you made him a starter and he made him a guy in the dynamic here that you're going to be relying on and they relied on him and ended up being probably the worst starting lineup in basketball to start this year. It and again, was. I defended numbers, him all the last year. Proved it. Yeah, I, know. I, I don't want to pretend I was John and piling on him and knew all this was going to happen all along. But once we all saw what happened in Brooklyn, <laughs> I think we all looked at it and were like, I don't know where this goes from here. And I don't know where the Knicks go from here. Dude, they can't play him anymore. Look, I guess it, we can take him off the bench. In spurts, I, in spurts he was slightly a, a net positive, I, I think. Oh, just ways muted. In sports, yeah, he, was you... a bi- he was a bit. He was a bit. I think he was more positive than negative last year. You just couldn't count on him. It was just a time bomb, and you knew it was going to go off at some point, you know. Um, and so you just were trying to get out before it blew up here. The fact that you got something that you can use for it him, was a miracle. They pulled off that deal. So at the time, it looked yeah, like but if you're the a washed up old man Horford and his shitty salary just to get rid of Kemba. Right but now, you got a piece that's a of actual value to you, and you got out from Kemba, who would have been a total detriment again right, right now on but this. John, and the Thunder didn't even the use the pick. Sorry, but, go uh, ahead, Josue. 
if you're the Knicks, though, how do you not know how delicate the situation is? How do you not know? Look at what he look at his his production last season. Look at you know that stretch of six weeks that was incredible. Looked like he was back, but then it was a downward you know downward spiral. You have to maximize that. You know, I just thought that they just sort of threw him in the fire just because oh you're only going to take you know this amount of money oh so we can just maximize yeah. him now. And if he makes it through, great. If not, so be it. He didn't cost us yeah. much anyway. I just thought yeah. they didn't maximize his potential the way they should have it, off of his track record, off of his last two seasons in Boston. Like, why would you think someone like that was ready to just jump into the starting lineup and play as if he was the guy from Charlotte? Like, I, I never understood that from the very beginning. Right. Never yeah. understood. And the other you, weird you, thing you got, you got to appreciate, Josue, what an explosive element this Bonnie situation is. Well, Sorry, you're saying the Kemba situation. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Jimmy. Let me say one thing is – the weirdest thing to me was it wasn't like they were like bad Knicks where they needed to bring in like, you know, Kemba no, they Walker. No, got splashy. Joe yeah, Slay's right. Yeah. Yeah, but like they didn't need – like if, if they were a basement awful team, I can understand, oh, let's bring in Kemba and see if he can get some get some people to come exactly. watch these games well, and like, like bring the excitement yeah. back. But they already had like a good kind of little foundation there. and I think Kemba could contribute in a positive way, but like you said, Joe Slay, like – it's like almost like a grand situation from last year. It's like, why is he playing so many minutes? Like yeah. they can't play somebody else. Like, you know, so I know it's was, like if somebody, if somebody like last year, you know, suggested something like playing Kemba off the bench um, and didn't get shouted down for it, you know, Preposterous, yeah, that's weird. Right? yeah, that is weird. I don't know what you mean at all, but totally weird. And the whole announcement too, like, I don't know. I, a lot of it just makes me feel like, Tibbs is trying to big up Alec Burke right now. You know, it's like, this is it. This is your spot. They needed something more reliable. You think you're coming into the year with Kemba's knees and Derrick Rose's knees, and Rose has been amazing. Probably one of the better bench players in the league to start this year. But that's what you're relying on on that. But spot. think about Derrick Rose though, is a former MVP. Like Derrick Rose at his greatest was one of the best players in the NBA. Kemba Walker, don't get me wrong, he's it's a just, great player. It's just what you're relying the two on. Were not that, or that yeah. close. Pre, pre-injury <laughs> Derrick Rose was something. What's the fallback plan? Alec Burks at point MVP. guard. It's like, that's, wow, they're already that's, here? Yep. I mean, think of if they signed Dan, Dennis Schroeder. Probably in a much better spot. Totally. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. There's so no Celtics question. Celtics offseason looks pretty good, even though it wasn't amazing. Celtics offseason looks good based off of what they what left doesn't look good. So, again, yeah. you didn't lose anything there. Um, no, it in, does look pretty good because, you, you know what? You didn't lose we, in Fournier and Kemba. You, the, the, those are the guys you had on your roster last year, and they both have completely washed out in, in a yeah. quarter season in their new destination. So that's a – and That's I would, it. I would still. But Horford's been back. way better than no, what we thought he was going to be. Come on, Bobby. And Richardson's been way better than what we thought he was going to be. So those were two, you know, moves that. Nobody was really ha- pumped about the Richardson. And that's how that's how limited they are, right? That like right. the the team is still floating around 500, playing very uninspired, inconsistent basketball, and they did as well as they could have done this offseason, you know, given their limitations. And so imagine how bad. I mean, you know, we all said. Well, do you they think signed, they should have extended Smart? To be determined, right? You know, if, if, if you get this yes. level of play off him for a couple of years, then yes, absolutely. He was really good against today. Because you're not going to get better than that. You know, if you can't find something better on the open market, you got to use your money. It's yeah. better to hold on to your guys than lose the asset and get nothing in return. So you always have to do that calculation. Well, the extension looks great. Um, yeah. um, that's too soon. That's way we'll too soon, there. Bobby. I mean, he's playing great. Rob's extension looks great. He's played he's, twelve. He's played like 
seven games. And he's been really good. He's playing 30 minutes. He's been really good, up. but he's got to play, bottom line. It'll, it'll be good if he can when play. When you spend a guy, you look for them to get better. I think the questions were smart, whether he's going to get better over the length of that deal. But Rob, for sure, looks better uh, when he's out there. I wouldn't there. say that, though. I mean, he, he started off this season not looking he's better at minutes, all. Jimmy, he, which is, like, in itself stunning. And uh, When he's you know, playing, he's, he's playing more minutes, yes. But there's still defense. games where he's not playing at all, and there's still games where he's playing where he's playing below and the he still does. He still doesn't look nearly as springy as he did yeah, last I year. I don't know why you're just – listen, I, I like Rob as much overall, as the next guy right? unless he's John. But – yeah. Over, I think from game to game, it's you don't know what you're going to get. Some games he does look better. Some games he doesn't look better. Some I games he doesn't play at all. Very consistent effort now. There's not the highs of last year, but I think you look on the whole, he's their best net rating player. He's a sound defender at this point, rather than following too much or taking too many risks like he did right. before. And no, you know, I, I think there's definitely think, been improvement in his game for sure. I'm just not ready to say that. You know, it was a great. I, I'm just too soon to say one way or the other. I need yeah, to see I, more consistency. I need to see more availability. The yeah. health is the one, yeah. But, you know, we can't forecast that. And I think overall it's been pretty pretty decent so far. You know, a few flare-ups. I, I, but this yeah. recent thing's a sickness, right? That, that has nothing to do with that. Um, so I've been impressed with him. I thought he was good again tonight. You know what bugs me? I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, there's a couple of instances tonight where Rob gets the ball in a situation where he's got to at least consider squaring up for a jumper and he immediately gives it away to somebody else. He's not even threatening to have some semblance of an offensive game. He's got to friggin' do it. There was one time where he and Tatum worked a give and go and it was literally like Tatum passed to him. He's one foot away and Rob's like here. And he just threw it right back to him. He's one foot away from him. And Tatum's like, uh, okay, I guess I'll dribble to the corner. Rob could have turned and squared up with a little elbow jumper uncontested. Mm -hmm. He has to start doing that. He can't, he's, he's literally getting it. And just turning, looking for the next guy to pass to with no consideration yeah. for yeah, what's in front of him, whether it's a driving lane or the ability, yeah, he's got to square up for those. You talk about that play. The one that bothered me was, what, I want to say he caught it around the free throw line, saw a guy in front of me and said, nope, turned around, found, yep. uh, I believe it was, um, who was it? I forget who was that. It was someone behind the yard for, for, for another look. But it was like, man, you have the ball in the paint. It's a one-on-one -on -one matchup. Go straight up with that. And don't even think twice, you know? Yeah. I just thought that that alone has to change. The jump shot thing, we've seen him try it in the preseason. He has. He's done. He can shoot yeah. those. He's got to work that into his game. He's got to work in, but I'm more concerned about that situation. Like, he's got the paint, you're straight with up, you know, face-to-face -face with somebody. You have to go straight up with he that. Used to, you know? He used to look more comfortable doing that, John, for sure. No, he's comfortable above the rim. He'll jump over yeah. anybody for an alley-oop. But when he the has thing the ball in... And, and, you know, both both yeah. hands on the ball and one-on-one -on -one situation in the paint, he, he shies away from it. That's yeah. where I that's where I worry about him. He doesn't show anything in those spots. He Nothing. dies, it gets stripped from him, and he has to throw it back out. There's just no semblance of a post game or even a threat for himself in the post, which is it's We're not asking him to be a presence down there, but it's got to be an option. You can't eliminate the, the possibility of, 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 of taking a few of those shots and looking for your offense from time to time. It, you can't, your entire offense. This is game where a double big hurts. Can't, can't be waiting for someone to lob it to you. There has to be a little bit more in there. So again, this was, we talked about Rob's evolution. Fine. He's playing more minutes. That's the good part. I want to see, uh, you know, you wanted to see a slight evolution in his offensive game, whether it was develop a single post move or just to consistently be 
ready to take that 12 to 15 footer if left wide open. He's got to do that. Yeah, he makes up for it with his passing. If he didn't have, and that it's great because he passing. keeps the ball moving, and and that's good too. He just has to; it has to be in there too. We're only talking about two to three shots, you know, per game more than no, what he's No, it doesn't taking. happen often for sure. It doesn't need to happen that much, right? But I, I want to see more of that. That's all. Um, all right, we've uh, we I think we've exhausted everything we talk about, guys. Closing thoughts here before we wrap it. Um, Tatum took the podium tonight. Did you guys see anything from that, from his quotes or anything? Uh, nothing. I really saw. Okay, has he gone yet? You see yeah, they're all him? done. Yeah, yeah he went. I got one um, here. Closing thoughts: Become the Road Warriors right now. You know, become a team that you can limit team other dinners, teams. team meetings. I mean, yeah. hey, listen, this could be this could be the trip to do it. No Damian Lillard waiting for you in Portland. No LeBron yeah. James oh, waiting true. for you in LA. You know what I mean? Phoenix, that's a tough one. But, yeah, you know, right. hey, this, yeah, is, two this wins, changes right? the road trip a bit here, right? You know, at least with those yeah, two you teams. Yeah, you get lucky. Give yourself a chance for two wins there. That's what you're probably expecting out of this one. So uh, carry that momentum on the defensive end and say, hey, look, we're, you know, this is a golden opportunity, you know, heading heading out west and not having to face two of the top scorers in the NBA, you know? Yeah, those two Warriors. Two teams that are really thirsty for a, uh, for a win, you know? Talk about the, uh, a team like the Trailblazers and the Lakers. Like, they're really trying to turn things around. Yeah, it's them and the Jazz you got to get out there because the Jazz have been shooting terrible this year. You probably have a chance to catch them on Friday. Uh, it, it's the front end of the road trip there, so caution probably isn't sending too much. Or maybe the jet lag is. Who knows? The Suns and the Warriors, you look at them last night, they're on a different echelon from pretty much everybody else in the league right now, so probably not counting on wins there. But you know, the Clippers, they're beatable. The Lakers, like you said, Injured, a little, uh, a little vulnerable right now. And then uh, Portland's on this trip too, right, Josue, you said? So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a handful of wins there. I don't, you're probably yeah, by the way, Bobby, though, real quick, um, Portland's on the trip, but Golden State waits for the Celtics here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so that's the first home game. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, okay. I thought you thought he, they were going on the, on the road trip to, to Golden State. Yeah. I mean, to no, Oakland, no, no. I mean, to So it's five. It's, it's, it's Utah, Memphis Portland, All right. LA, LA. Great. Jimmy, did you give your thought? No, um, I was going to read a tweet. We're just going to list every game through. the Celtics are going to play, apparently. <laughs> Let's break down the schedule. For our final... scratches his eye out. <laughs> looking ahead at the schedule. For our final I just thoughts. got so sad right there. And then it's Washington, and then it's uh, uh, Cleveland, and then it's... Uh... <laughs> We're evaluating the team. <laughs> you Sounds know like what? The first, like, we... Celtics podcast so, I've ever recorded. I think they could go 10 and 11 over their next 21. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking at that Christmas Day game, guys. No what way. We, what do you guys think about Christmas Day? They definitely going to win over let's go let's go um no i was gonna read i was just gonna read a a tweet quote that i saw on tatum this is um keith smith tweet keith smith tweeted jason tatum on his role in the offense sometimes being to let others do the playmaking this is what jason tatum says i saw a report the other day that said i was a selfish player that seems pretty unselfish of me there's 82 games sometimes you need to play off the ball too so shooting down the report from uh, ESPN from those unnamed rival executives that were kind of trashing him a little bit. Yeah, well, I will say this. Piece. I don't want to turn into a Tatum trash party. It's the first time he's been criticized for for the most part. Yeah. Um, and, and he's hearing every bit of it, you know? And, like, some people can block it out. We always talk about it. Jalen, he's another one who hears it doesn't like it 
plays the chip on the shoulder. I think game. a lot of the guys in the Celtics seem to hear and man, over the Tatum years. for the first time ever, people are saying stuff about him that wasn't gushing positive. He's going to be a, the number, you know, upper echelon guy, top yep. ten player, and he does not like it at all. You know that last <laughs> pre- press conference uh, a game ago. Oh man, you know he, he, he that was take rough. it on the court. You know. Well, hey, you know fine, what though? Fine, use the chip on the shoulder. Yeah, yes. use the chip in your shoulder. Get used to people talking shit because that's kind of unfortunately where this world is right now. A lot of people have a lot of negative things to say about you, and they have avenues to do so. Um, so you can tune it in, and you can get all caught up in it, or you can tune it out, or you can use it as, like you guys said, fire. Um, but as, you know, as, you got, you, as you Johnny Most here said, "Shut us up." Yeah, Go ahead. right. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. Shut, yeah. shut him up. I think he had a good week in that regard. You know, a step in the right direction. Good. Well, he had a good fourth quarter tonight. I mean, he scored for them tonight. I think he had, you know, 10 or 11 points in the fourth quarter tonight. Um, and they're obviously going to need him need him to be their go-to scorer, especially if Jalen Brown's still ha- hampered by this injury. They need him to be dropping 25-plus in this road trip. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, like he said, you know, the different games, you need to do different things. But at the end of the day, it's nice that he's grabbing the rebounds and, and – contributing in those ways but he's got to be you know he's got to be giving them 25 points a night on this road trip if they want to have a chance yeah i asked him this week about just the habit building there because it's obvious they're trying to break the bad habits with him and other guys but it's mostly about him and develop some good ones and you know he was looking back at san antonio time and saying you know we took us like 15 years almost to like just show tony parker himself not getting off the ball at certain points where he should be and not just leaning on his scoring and Tatum developing that. You got another so Tatum quote, Josue? There's a patience involved in this for sure. Josue, what do you got? Uh, I'm trying to go through the drill in here make this quick. Uh, Jason Tatum on Jalen Brown's struggles. Uh, I'm going to be there for him like he's been there for me. When we get down sometimes, we're just there for each other. I tell him that he's got to be the best version of Jalen Brown. And he's going to be. <laughs> Oh, watch man. the show. You guys man. know, right? They watch the show. Brad, Brad's Brad a poet. Stevens is still <laughs> very much a part of this. <laughs> Yo, the, I think they're texting, which is fine. That's Best awesome. Version. I wouldn't be surprised if these guys text him daily. Him and Brad. We don't, th- we don't think Brad had an impact on this room. Everybody says that line now. It's unreal. I love that shit. It's true, though. And, and Brad, you have to be the Brad's reading the cold like, yep. <laughs> It'll be on the yeah. Brad statue. <laughs> I love Brad's that. Brad's loving the it. Best version. When there's a Brad statue outside the garden one day, it'll say the best version of himself. Best version of himself. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. We'll wrap it up unless anyone's got something uh, no. terrific. Uh, thank you, guys. West Coast, you won't see everybody here. We do have um, – I'll be here Friday night. Bobby will, be hang- Bobby will be hanging out. Uh, Josue will be out at a couple of games, so we'll get some West Coast representation. Oh, shit. Uh, for him out in L.A. Oh, that's why he got that fresh cut. That's why he got that lineup. Okay. Sherrod's going to be another there. one, Jimmy, in a week. Sherrod's oh, going to be oh, out there for us, man. too. So we'll hear from Sherrod when he's out there also. Uh, he'll be back on the show Friday night as well. Um, so we'll have the whole band on Friday. And like I said, nice. we've, we've got CLNS hitting the road, doing some West Coast travel here. Uh, Bobby's got a swing of games he's going to be traveling to on the East Coast. Uh, Joe Sway's more of our West Coast guy. Bobby's our East Coast guy. That's how we do it, right? Yeah. What coast? Uh, what coast do you see me traveling to, John? Is there <laughs> is there another coast that I'm not aware Portland, of? Portland, baby. Yeah, send, him to, send him to Milwaukee. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. my Midwestern. I'm doing guy. Milwaukee yeah. and Cleveland, and you're my you're my Rust Belt guy. Oklahoma I need you to City. Make, 
Jimmy, I need you to get the swing voters, okay? I'm coming, I'm coming yeah. to pick you up. We're going to Maine. I'm a flyover state guy. Everyone knows that about states. me. I'm a big flyover state guy. I care about those people because nobody else does. Yeah, exactly. That's where I you, come in. You, I want you to. I want you going out to real America, okay? Yeah. Talk to yep. real America. Knock it on doors, <laughs> asking them if they what what they think of the Celtics. And I the want you in show. every friggin' diner in America. Yeah, okay? Can we set that up, Jimmy, with the with the locals? I would uh, love it. <laughs> Uh, I'll hit the road tomorrow. I'm gonna have to drive too. Yeah. Because you can't you can't fly a plane to half these states. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no I'll be here Friday night though. I'm gonna have yeah. to get a haircut now too because Josue got his. So I'm, I'm gonna get a haircut too. I'm Florida, Indiana, haircut. Jimmy. I'm getting mine Friday. I will be on the show with a fresh cut Friday night. All of us. We're all doing it. Yep. <laughs> Deal. It's Join us at one a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Oh god, all I got right. that again. Good night. All.